Shitter selfies, dick deserts. Step up your game, fam. We ain't here to flirt. We're on a mission for you and for me. Deep creeping all your dating apps like farmers only. Swipe right on Molly, on Molly and Thomas. Swipe right on Molly, on Molly and Thomas. Mediocre answers, pictures, and people. Swipe right on Molly and Thomas. Hello, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Swipe Right on Molly and Thomas. We're your hosts, Molly Turner and Thomas Teague. This week, our pinkies are up as we attempt to test drive elite singles. Our amazing theme music is by Sydney Jennings Rap and Michael Rap. You can find them on YouTube at His and Hers. Also, make sure to go look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash swiperightcast. You can find us everywhere on the internet at swiperightcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Alright, so elite singles. Elite singles. My initial impression is that they seem to be kind of an okay Cupid ripoff. They are, you know, a serious dating site, and they're based on a hardcore matching algorithm. That's kind of their one of their selling points. Um, while OkCupid okay sort of bases their matching algorithm off of the Myers Briggs, Elite Singles uses um, this personality test known as the Big Five or the Five Factor Model, which we'll talk more about later. So, they're so full of shit. And Molly found this earlier. They have the exact same um, site targeted to different niche audiences. Like, quote, Asian dating and gay dating and Jewish dating. But they all just redirect you right back to elite singles. They're owned by a German online dating company, Affinitas. And they were founded in 2008. Affinitas targets its products to more, quote unquote, serious online daters. They claim to have 13 million members worldwide among all their dating sites, which are all, again, like elite singles. If you just look at, like, elite singles, it's like, we have 13 million members. But then when I was doing deeper digging on Affinitas, that's across every single site. So it's not just elite singles, the one that we're on. It's across all of the sites. Do they have, like, a gay elite singles? Is that literally what it's called? Like, how does this work? No, it just, like, it'll say, like, oh, you want to meet the person who's right for you, and it'll show a gay couple, and then it takes you to the same site. So what other dating sites do they have besides elite singles, then? Uh, They have another one called eDarling. Okay, and that's more of an international one. And then they, but they also, there are international versions of elite singles, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh, you really enjoyed creating a profile. I liked it. The first few minutes, I thought it was kind of interesting. And then it just kept going on and on and on. I, like, took a dinner break. I mean, it was like a 30-minute process. Break. Yeah, it was a long time. Did you do this on your phone or did you do this desktop. on a desktop? Wow. Yeah. So, again, this is attempting to have a legitimate matching algorithm. And it has a lot of different types of questions that it asks you. So they have these, like, scales, like... How well do the following terms apply to you? And they ask you to rate these terms on a Likert scale from doesn't apply at all to slightly applies to completely applicable with all these different personality traits like emotional, rational, confident, loyal, blah, blah, blah. And, and some of them like, are statements, right? They're not all just like right, yeah. values. Right. There were, to me, I, my memory of this, having done this like two days ago, there were maybe four pages that were just personality traits. It, it felt like five or six to me and I did it today. And then the statements, yeah, there were a bunch of those. And they were like, I think that was actually the big five personality test for the statements. Um, And that was like, uh, you know, my religion is important to me. I have to be in control of a situation. So it just took a very long time to complete. It takes forever. And they graciously redirect you immediately. Mm -hmm. Immediately upon finishing this arduous task to the billing page yep yeah so you finally make your profile and you quickly realize it's a scam of a dating site and you really can't do much of anything for free now i will say before we get much further i think a lot of people are rookie dude right here because if you don't look very carefully it looks like you have to pay to proceed i thought so and i turned it off immediately there's a there's a skip button it's just you have to look closely um 
Because at first I was like, well, if they maybe go through all of that and you can't do anything, like even see your profile, I'm going to be mad. I was like, I did this personality test for nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what I thought. But they do have a, a skip button that's just, it's super small and it's hidden in the corner. So I think a lot of people right there are scammed because they're like, well, I have to pay money to be able to or get into worse, the site. Or worse for Affinitas, people do what I do and go, what? Yeah. What a ripoff and they just leave. Well, they must be making money t- in order to... Because it's actually a nice site. I mean, it is very nice. Yeah. So you know, I what killed me whenever I was looking around is you can't even see people's profile pictures for free. It's ridiculous. It's like as a premium member, you can see members' profile pictures, and I was just like, really. But there are so many opportunities to become a premium member. Yeah. In fact, there are three flavors of membership packages. Let's talk about premium life for just a second. Premium Light. It could be right for you. It's only $34.95 a month with a three-month commitment. That comes with unlimited communication and intelligent matchmaking. From there, where do we go, Molly? Uh, then we have the Premium Classic, which is $19.95 a month. And this is a six-month membership. This has unlimited communication and intelligent matchmaking as well. But you also get to view the member photos. What? You get to see all your people who creep on you. Oh, wow. And this is something that I think some newer websites are trying to do, which is the identity verification. And I think that's actually a cool concept, but I don't think it should be a paid feature. I think if you're going to do it, it should be integral to the site. And then the read receipts for messages. So it enables you to creep and deep creep. Yep. Well, if Premium Light is just not premium enough, and Premium Classic doesn't get you over the top, there is Premium Comfort for the low, low price of seventeen ninety five per month. You notice that they're making the, the entry points sound less expensive the more fancy you get. That is a 12-month commitment that's unlimited communication, intelligent matchmaking, view all your member photos, see all profile visitors, identity verification, read receipts for messages, and I guess the whole point there is that it's a little cheaper if you buy in bulk. Now, just doing some quick math here while we were talking, kind of interesting. The cheapest option is actually the most expensive one on its face, which is the thirty four ninety five per month, mm-hmm. the three-month three option. That comes out to like... $117 total or something. The middle option, the $19.95 per month, that comes out to like $120. Yep. This third option is $215 total. So the option that appears to be the cheapest, and that should be because you're buying it at a, a year, you know, if you pay for something for a year up front, it should be the cheapest, is actually the most expensive. And here's the thing, people. Spoiler alert. This doesn't get deducted from your bank account monthly. Yeah. They are going to hit you for the entire amount up front. Yeah, you actually went through and kind of looked at what the billing process was like, right? Yeah, you're going to pay that $215 immediately or whatever, you know, you have chosen to. Yeah. We're going to talk more in depth about the site a little bit later. Um, Whatever there is to talk about as much as it's unpaid. But some more of these issues later. But first, we're going to talk a little bit more about this big five and the, you guys know that we're all about personality yeah. testing. Molly immediately remembered what the Big Five was. It took me a minute to kind of catch back up. I only remember this because, you know, nerdy guys that I talk to on the internet are nerdy like... Nerdy guys. Oh, you have an NTJ on your profile. Well, I like the Big Five. And then Did we never speak again. Did you know that your again. personality <laughs> testing is uh, completely outmoded and you should look at the Big Five? Exactly. So that's actually how I'd heard of it was some person I talked to on Tinder was like, well, the Myers-Briggs, blah, 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 and it was, he was being all snobby about it and stuff. And I was just like, well, I don't like the Big Five. I was when, being a giant jackass. I can't remember what I said to when him. When we were eating like, tacos and enchiladas earlier, we came to a, a mutual conclusion, though, that they're both basically bullshit, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's just personal taste, honestly. Yeah. So... Their matching algorithm, again, is based on this, what's called, known as the Big Five or the five-factor model. You know, those of you who are listening, you feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, the people I know who are in psychology, they see this as being superior to the Myers-Briggs, the people who really study this in depth, or people who study psychology typing and testing and stuff. Um, this I thought was interesting. I kind of went on a little bit of a rabbit hole reading about this because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. It evolved out of the lexical hypothesis, which was actually some of the original work ever done into personality type and personality tests. 
And the guy who first came up with this was named Sir Francis Galton. <laughs> this is so fancy. In the late 1800s. So the roots of this has been around for a long time. And basically, the idea behind this is that our most important personality traits are going to be an inherent part of our language. They will become part of our language. And that eventually, these really important traits are going to be a single word. Um, so this kind of reminded me of something else that has to do with this kind of similar thought, which is called the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. Do you remember this one, Thomas? Oh, I said I did earlier because we talked about it with Dr. Wallace at Northeastern. Mm-hmm. But if I said right now that I wasn't Googling it, I would be a liar. <laughs> so basically, the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis states that the structure of language determines and greatly influences the modes of thought um, and behavior that's characteristic in the culture that's spoken. So you may have seen some thought pieces floating around the internet about how Germans are more direct because of the way that their language is structured or that certain languages are more um, procedurally accurate in the way that they do things yeah. that lend themselves to certain things. This kind of goes back to structuralism stuff with Noam Chomsky that language is going to shape thought. That's really the punchline there. Yeah. It, that's the idea is that if you don't have the word for something, you can't conceive it. It's right. kind of a similar... Uh, the, the, the really generic um, semi-racist version of this is... Eskimos have 50 different words for snow. Har, yeah. har, har. Because they, they can determine and differentiate between all these different kinds of snow. I, I always use that as an example with my students when I teach it, though, because... Oh, I'm just giving everybody a hard time about no, it. No, no. But it's, it's accurate. It's a good... Well, first of all, my students are always like, what? They've never heard of that. And I'm like... Yeah, it makes people think. But uh, but it is kind of just an interesting thing to think about, too. Like, how different you know groups will have different functions for things. But we're getting really nerdy. We could get into linguistics, (laughs) have a whole new podcast. The point of this is just simply, you know, kind of interesting to think about the idea of how, you know, our language functions to serve as how we actually... So are in the, as people. Basically. If you if you are d- discriminating against people and trying to like granularly describe them, of course language is going to lend itself to that over time. Right. So what was the basic method that they used here? So what Galton did is he base actually counted words in the dictionary. He went through the dictionary and he's like, well, this is every word that exists in the English language, right? And he went through and counted up all the words that had to that he assumed to do with personality. Mm-hmm. So kind of a very rudimentary content analysis. And uh, this was the very first personality type, basically. He came up with like over a thousand words and was like, this is all the different types of personality you can be based on the dictionary. And that was kind of the original thing for a while. Um, I mean, that makes a little bit of sense. Like, let's just put all the words together that we use to describe people. Yeah. And figure out what they mean and what kind of people they are. Yeah. I mean, it makes some sense. That's kind of... Well, and the idea that, like, these words are important to us and therefore they're important to who we are as people because mm-hmm. we use them, I think, is an interesting and fairly valid point. Yeah. Um, so it got more dwindled down around 1940. Another guy named Raymond Cattle, he took this work... And basically eliminated redundancies. Because, you know, there's going to be a bunch of words that basically mean the same thing. Part of the beauty of the English language. Yeah. And this brought the word count down to 171. So we're getting closer to the big five. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you go from like, I don't know, 1,000 to 171. That's a big jump. And then he actually created our first instrument there. This is when we finally get, you know, an an actual questionnaire. Um, He called it the 16 personality factor questionnaire. After this, there's a period of time in, like, the 60s where psychologists were really like, personality research is not good, and you shouldn't do it, Raymond Cattle, because you're dumb. So he was like, okay, I guess I won't publish this. So it wasn't until 40 years later in 1980 that Lewis Goldberg took this same instrument, refined it, and gave us the big five. That is so interesting that... uh... That it went out of fashion for a minute because here's the deal. Like I would think it would have hit earlier in the seventies because that's when the new agers kind of started happening and people kind of getting into mm-hmm. themselves. You think of astrology getting real big at that time. So I guess the timelines do match up. But the idea that this kind of research was going on in the forties yeah. is actually pretty cool. He was just a little bit early for the for the uh yeah. the zeitgeist. I wouldn't I mean, I don't know about this for sure, but I imagine that it coincides with Young kind of the resurgence of this. As the MBTI, as the Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. gets more popular, this comes back. Yeah, yeah, that same kind of why he was researching. So again, 
<laughs> I don't know about you, Thomas, but the nerds I've talked to who love to hate the Myers-Briggs, they really like this instead. This mm. is the one that they point people to. Allegedly... They're just hipsters. They're just personality hipsters. <laughs> I think that's probably a big part of it. Um, it's supposed to be a better instrument, like, scientifically. You know, offer better validity, better predictability. I don't think that's actually true. And the little bit of reading I did on Wikipedia... <laughs> you know, it's actually... I was explaining this to a teacher friend of mine who was criticizing Wikipedia. It's statistically more accurate than Britannica. Yeah. So suck a fat one, book people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it... uh. They were saying basically that it has the it, it suffers from the same criticisms as the Meyer, Myers Briggs. Yeah, they're both personality tests. So yeah, that's kind of like like you were saying. I think a lot of it is just personal preference, and you know, I do think one valid difference that people point out is that this doesn't type you. So the Myers Briggs, you're going to say, you know, we're INTJs, and we're obviously very obsessed with that. <laughs> we're all about it. And depending on what type you are, we might be obsessed with that too. <laughs> um, but this one, you just kind of fall on a scale, and you don't oh, really. Oh, this came back in the style just in time to hit this new craze with obsession. Uh, this new craze obsession with um, spectrums. Yeah, you're right. So this is a spectrum. Everything here is on a spectrum. Yeah. And as our good friend Braden uh, was just explaining to me the other day, I said, oh, say, so spectrum left or right? And he was like, no. He's in grad school for psychology. He's like, no, that's not how spectrums are. Spectrums are like this. And if you can see me right now, I'm doing three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. I'm just going all over the place. Spectrums are everywhere. They're X, Y, Z. They're X, Y, Z. Not, not just, the X, Y axis. Not, even, X, just, y, Z not axis. even just X, Y, but just point A, point B. No. No, three dimensionals, four dimensions, <laughs> five dimensions, infinite complexity. Mm-hmm. So spectrums are so hot right now. Yeah. I'm a little, got my heart rate up there. I think you're right. All this moving around, it's hot, sweaty. You should put that on your on your grinder. I'm super into spectrums. <laughs> I don't believe in linearity. I like it. <laughs> so, you know, nowhere on this website I noticed did it actually say that this was the big five. Only when I went really deep digging did it say we use the five factor model and that was like deep deep digging and they're not even using the exact same language they've kind of rebranded some of this it mm-hmm. feels like but it doesn't even say that after you take the test yeah because you haven't swiped your visa card yet through, <laughs> yeah. their, through their coffers yeah yeah i think that okay cupid's pretty um transparent about using mbti if you were to do any research on it so you have to go digging for this um Again, OkCupid's okay, algorithm is MBTI. It uses its own algorithm. It doesn't actually give you your type. Kind of similar to how they're kind of covering this up here. Um, Elite Singles has it buried. And you can go pull it up. So I gave up on this website immediately after they demanded my credit card. <laughs> and the mom was like, get your ass back on there. So she was much nicer. And she said, oh, here's what you do to find it. So I was kind of obsessed there for a minute. Yeah. Um, so there are these categories. Um, openness to experience. And then should we tell what our results were on these as we go? I think we should. I will, For the listener's sake, I was super type A about this because I was very skeptical that this was like the same big five when I realized what they were doing. Yeah. So I compared it to just like a random big five test and my results were pretty much the same. So I think if so for was some, some reason, reliability. Yeah. But we always get INTJ also on any no. Myers-Briggs. Well, I, I, more for elite singles in the actual test is what oh, I'm okay. saying. I was more like, are they just using the name, kind of ripping the test off? You know. Um, big five nerds will recognize the acronym of OCEAN. Oh. Or sometimes known oh. as CANOE, depending on the test. I like OCEAN so much more than CANOE. <laughs> yeah, I put it in the OCEAN order. The Elite Singles has it in some weird bullshit order that doesn't make any sense. It's not even a, an acronym anymore. It's like, it's just, now. It's not. It's, it's K-O-N. It's pay to get the PDF <laughs> version of this. Yeah. So you've got uh, openness to experience, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism, a.k.a. emotional stability. Yeah. So, Molly, how did you score on openness to experience? Um. So I got in the higher end of openness to experience um no hang on what does that mean you're open to experience i am so when we're looking at our results when you take this test and you're looking at your results on the site they'll show you like a bell curve Mm -hmm. and it'll say you know where you are and where the rest of the population falls and it also 
the thing that's confusing about this test is the scale says openness, but then the ends of the scale are not like open closed. It has different terms on it. Yeah, it's habitual versus inventive. inventive. But I do like the bell curve because that makes a lot of sense when you're testing, when you're doing social science testing on a population. Yeah. So you're on. So you're I'm how- on the inventive side, mm. and it looks like 11% of the population is where I scored. So you know, like when the bell curve goes down to the very end, and it's that tiny, tiny sliver that represents the top end of the. Mm-hmm. Like Molly's in the almost 1%. She's like in the top 10% on this. <laughs> She's very open. Yeah. And where did you score? I am right smack dab in the middle. You scored it within the 20%. Uh, yes, I am like literally right down the middle. So in that 20% mark, just right where you would expect the average person to be on a bell curve. Okay. Um, gosh, what's up next? Let's describe this a little bit. Yeah, so openness to experience, yeah. They do give you like a full-blown paragraph about what your results mean. We don't have to read through that. But basically what this is measuring for is how open you are to new experiences. Mm -hmm. And so kind of what I was reading about this People who are really high, have high openness, they will seek self-actualization through different behaviors. So they might be more likely to travel abroad or, you know, go skydiving or do that kind of thing. Whereas people with very low openness are like, I'm going to do what traditional people do to, you know, seek self-actualization, like maybe read a book or go to a psychiatrist or... If you have your own routines that you're comfortable with. Right. You're less likely to just randomly break those. Right. So I was like 50-50 if you look at like where I fell on the Mm -hmm. scale. I'm disappointed I didn't score higher. So I don't know how accurate I truly feel this is. Yeah, I thought you would have scored higher on that. All right. So conscientiousness. And I'll just describe it before we talk about our scores. So conscientiousness. If you're con- highly conscientious, you're probably type A. You're probably a perfectionist. If you're less conscientious, um, they're calling that being more laid back. You're more spontaneous. You're more flexible. And how did you score on that one? I'm high on this one, too. So while I'm, you know, very open to new experiences, I'm going to be a control freak about it. That's basically what my result means. The scale on this, on our elite single side, is disciplined versus easygoing. And I am in the high range of discipline. So I like order and routine. <laughs> so that's kind of two contradictions right there in, in my personality. Well, you do travel abroad, but you are very planned and strategic about how you do things yeah. also. So my question is, just before we move on any further, how often are you on extreme ends of these scales? How often are you falling in the middle? Or nearest of, the middle. On this particular test? On any of these measures for this particular test. Um, I have two that I'm okay. in the... Uh, well, and then this one, I'm sort of in the middle. I'm the so middle-ish. I was just noticing that your first two that we're talking about, you were just on the very extreme end. Yeah. I'm also near that extreme end. I'm quite disciplined. Not I'm in that. I'm just on that bell curve as it starts to tip down. So I always said that I was type A, but just A-. minus. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not as... Uh, I'm definitely not in that top 11%. Um, Extroversion. This is our classic introvert versus extrovert scale here. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, Very straightforward. How did you do on that? I was was surprised, actually. They scored me right down the middle on this one. So I would have thought I would have been more introverted. Um, But they kind of scored me as an ambivert or whatever Mm -hmm. on this one. What about you? I'm a little bit on the downward slope toward the other, toward introverted. And all mine, I haven't had anything on the extremes. I've been near the middle or just on that sloping side. So I haven't been on either extreme end. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's extroversion. That speaks for itself. We've talked about that many times. Agreeableness. This is like whether you're friendly and compassionate versus very analytical and detached. And this confused the hell out of me the way they set it up. I do not understand why... This is in conflict. I think this has to do more with how you approach other people. Mm-hmm. So are you kind of a warm person? Do you, are you, you know, uh, like, care? do you care about other people? Or are you very, um, you know, are you more antagonistic? Do you kind of, do you argue with people a lot? Do you pick fights? See, I don't think that being friendly and compassionate versus analytical means picking fights and not being agreeable. Because I would say I'm very strategic Mm-hmm. and maybe standoffish as I'm checking people out and analyzing situations, but it doesn't mean that I want to argue. Well, the, argue. Flip, the flip side of that, you know, the other scale could be, are you taken advantage of too often because you're a people pleaser? Yeah, that could no, be if you're highly... Yeah. Well, that could be if you're highly agreeable. Yeah. 
So there's, I mean, there's negatives and positives to each. No, for sure. Quine. Yeah, I just wanted to be, I just, again, that this is on a scale where they're in conflict is just so weird to me. Compassionate versus reserved. It's just the way that they have worded it, I think, is my issue. Mm-hmm. So what did you do on this one? This one I'm right in the middle on also. Um, and this one made sense to me actually reading it because basically it, it kind of talked about how, you know, I just value the relationships I have in, in my life mm-hmm. and how I work to maintain them So I and how they're, they're important to me. So I, that basically is what it meant whenever I was reading it. So this is the one that I got an extreme end on, which I got the extreme end of reserved, which after I read it, it did make sense also. I keep professional relationships very professional. I'm um, pretty comical and collected, and, and uh, I wouldn't say detached, but they might say detached. But I'm a, very much a critical thinker. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, I guess, if there's a right and wrong situation and there are principles involved, I will tend to stand up for those things as opposed yeah. to just going with the flow, which <clears throat> in my professional life I haven't been doing in the last year, but <laughs> it yeah. definitely went against the grain. Um so it did make sense once I read it, but that was hard for me to, to put together. This one's interesting, neuroticism, which is like an old word, I feel like, Yeah. when we're dealing with emotional stability. How did you do on that one? Um, Are you neurotic? Yeah. This one, I got less neurotic or quite emotionally stable. So uh, for context, 11% of the population is more emotionally stable than I am. And 60% is less. They're more sensitive. We have the exact same score on this one. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, we're both pretty stable, yeah. calm, cool, and collected people. Yeah. This one isn't... All, I think we should also explain. This one isn't so much talking about, like... Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Yeah. Right. It's more about, you know... I think it's really asking how emotional you are. are it you, is. Are, are you emotional or are you a more rational person? So they ask questions about anger, depression, insecurity, even paranoia at various points. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. So that was interesting, I think. Um, and if nothing else, this was a fun website to review because it was fun to take that test and have such in-depth results. Because the one that I took on a different site, didn't. it just gave you the scale, basically. It didn't have any context for it. Well, I really feel like we broke the windows and snuck in the back and got our personality test results for free, at least, yeah. from Elite Singles. Even though they were trying to bamboozle us at a $200, basically, to join <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. a piece, I might add. Yeah. So we will be talking shortly about our matches and communications uh, before we rate elite singles but first we've got to take a quick break swipe right on molly and thomas all right everybody knows it's that time we're gonna beg you for money the begathon begins the begathon begins um but in order for this podcast to continue and for it to be as amazing as it is you got to give us a little kashish we need some kashish guys we need some kashish so, you know, this gets you some awesome things like the posters that we have pictures of on our Instagram. You should go look at it. Yeah, and I think, you know, let's go ahead and break it down. For $1 a month, you'll get a shout-out on an episode. As I always say, this is the equivalent of your name in lights, but also in your ear holes. We've also added a new reward. For $2 a month, we'll rank a person of your choosing on a scale of your choosing in one episode. So maybe you want to give your friend a 10 on the hottie scale replacing Channing Tatum, or you want to give your ex a 10 on the douchebag scale, we'll be rating according to your suggestions if you donate at that level. For only $5 a month, you'll also get access to all of our bonus episodes in addition to a shout-out. We're also going to post our next bonus episode pretty quickly, so you should get on this before you miss out on the next episode. You definitely want to be a paid subscriber because we talk some mad shit in our bonus episodes oh yeah we're gonna do like double the takedown double the takedown also the rewards are cumulative so if you start you know donating at a higher level you still get all the other stuff for ten dollars a month you get all of the above and a signed poster of our cover art shipped straight to your door and for twenty dollars a month we'll give you a one half hour skype sesh to answer any questions you have about online dating because we are so fucking good at it yeah we're the experts i haven't had a date since may but i'm an expert it's strictly online that's <laughs> how you true. know we're experts <laughs> it's true and if you want to pay us a whopping 50 dollars a month we'll give you two one-hour skype sessions 
all about podcasting, how we decided to make this podcast, what goes into it, what slaving over the hot oven all day we do. Slaving over the hot MacBook. Mm-hmm. A signed poster, all the bonus episodes, and we'll still give you a shout-out. We'll even still give you a shout-out at the $50 level. Yeah, yeah, maybe a louder shout-out. Yeah. So our main episodes will always be free through iTunes, but your donations will help pay for the monthly costs that we have. Maybe buy our intern Brad lunch someday. We have a lot more information about this on our Patreon. Again, you're going to get tired of hearing me say it. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SwipeRightCast. If you can't afford to support us, that's okay. Get a job. Get a job, first of all. But also, frankly, you should be supporting us at this point. I, don't, I can't see any reason why those of you who are still listening aren't supporting us yet. And those of you who recently got a job, Christy, that's right. Yeah. Guilt shout out. We've also got a contest going on to get to 75 reviews on iTunes. So leave us a five-star positive review written review in the iTunes store, screenshot it, and send it to us at swiperightcast at gmail.com, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a signed poster of our cover art. If you've already left us a review, first of all, tell your friends, family, and Tinder matches about our contest. But you can also send us a screenshot of your old matches to be entered. We'll give one poster to our favorite review and one at random. All right, I think we can get back to the show now. So much pimping. Swipe right on Molly and Thomas. Okay, so matches and communication. Your favorite thing ever. Smiles. What does that remind you of? (laughs) Fucking Christian Mingle. Fucking Christian motherfucking Mingle. And Growler. Oh, Growler. I'm not letting them off the hook. At least those were dirty. It's like every website. It just feels so Diet Coke. They're going to be my new shit list thing. It's actually Diet RC Cola. (laughs) Yeah, it's Diet RC Cola. It's that lame. Um... You can. They also have a set a pre set list of questions. Did you see this? No. So if you're looking at somebody's <laughs> profile, <laughs> how many people did you see on their side? I saw two. <laughs> two. Because I'm a homosexual. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that many more, Thomas. I yeah. saw like four. <laughs> it's a dick desert. It really is. If you want to see the real life dick desert, join Elite Singles. <laughs> just, just go there. The sand is so premium in the dick <laughs> desert on Elite Singles. Um, they also have a preset list of questions you can choose to send people. And this is really weird. So it's like, you can't just chat people up. When I tried to send somebody a message, it was like, nope, only our premium members get to chat. It's like, that's going to cost $200. Don't touch that. Yeah. So it took me to their, uh, billing page again when I tried to send the single, there was one person in Tulsa who was online and I tried to send a message and they cock blocked me. But it's really weird. They have these preset questions and answers and they're like super... Hardcore, it's like, if you were in this, like, apocalyptic situation, what would you do? But then it has multiple choice answers that the other person has to answer. So it still doesn't even, like, let you actually talk to the person, because they have to choose from a list of answers that the website has for them. This is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, it's really weird. And I actually had, I sent some to somebody, because I was like, okay. Well, and then the other thing is, you can't just pick, like, one. You have to pick five. Oh, you have to send them a quiz. A multiple choice test. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Also, did you notice that on all of their things, it's like, choose up to so many blank, you know, like, choose so many traits or whatever. And it's like, but then you have to choose that many. That's how everything is structured on the website. They try to make it seem like, upload so many pictures. They but give it you has the illusion of freedom. <laughs> but it's not real. It's just the illusion of freedom. So, yeah, I actually sent this person questions and he, he replied, but I couldn't see it. It's a paid feature to see the answers. Son of a bitch yeah there you can't fart and not pay for it i feel like that episode of community where britta's dating subway and you know she like falls in love with him and the corporation's cock blocking her and like they finally like make out or whatever and then subway takes away subway subway the person and replaces him with another subway oh the concept of (laughs) corporate personhood is a shit wreck yeah I'm like, this is what they're doing. They're like cock blocking people with the structure of their site. Well, they're just trying to blackmail everybody into paying them. They're holding you yeah. hostage. It's like if Subway had a gun and was making you <laughs> eat sandwiches. That's what this is really like. Yeah. Here's my issue with this website. Yeah. It's called Elite Singles. 
what the fuck is elite about this except for the prices that they're charging? Yeah, that I think you're absolutely right. I thought it was going to be, I was hoping it'd be really snobby and hateful. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I was, could get into that. I was that. down for it. I was like, I could pay for that. Yeah. This is not the case. All it's, it's, you're supposed to be paying for a premium matchmaking, serious dating experience. There are two people in the world that are gay <laughs> on this website. There are, I saw maybe, I saw maybe nine people total and not that many from Oklahoma. At first I was like, oh, there are a bunch of people. And then I started looking more. <laughs> It's okay. There's a party going on across across the street. I did, kids. But it's eleven o'clock at night, or it's midnight. Midnight. Get your shit together. You're okay. You're okay. (laughs) They're like, no. What was I saying? Are you fucking shitting me right now, Willow? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, as long as they can hear them talk. A cane? <laughs> it's been a rough night at the bar. For the listeners, I just want you to know that there's a little interlude right now. Some of Thomas's neighbors are having a time outside. I think they're the neighbors who like to chain smoke. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. There is some chain smoking that occurs across the hall. <laughs> and so the Pomeranians in tag are on high alert. They should be. I think these people are just catching. I know. Tag, you're losing your collar privileges because you're a noisy little fat ass. <laughs> Go to bed. He's like, I want to join the party. Here, Lois. Here, you're fine. Okay. I heard a car door, so they're probably leaving now. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Why the fuck is this called in oh, singles? <laughs> yeah. So th- it's a sham of a concept. Premium. Yeah. Premium sand for your dick desert. For your dick <laughs> box. Premium sand for your sandbox in the dick desert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I think basically they've done a very good job at making the website look nice. And it is nice. It actually functions. It's not like some of these like... Far- it's not like Farmers Only, which is also a scam, but doesn't even work as a website. I think they have a coder. I think they might have a web developer. Yeah. They're paying some cashish. Yeah. And they should be. Yeah. To make it look this good. Yeah. And if they're charging the prices that they're charging. But this is not a good way to get me hooked into the website. No. Has anybody actually met and dated off this website? Probably not. <laughs> I, would, I saw something in there like about us that was like, and the most important thing to us are the testimonials of the people who meet off our site. But you can't find them anywhere. Like they don't have them like listed. Like in a they're section, you know, testimonials from elite singles. But they also have, did you see the magazine? No, good God, you spent so much time in this webpage. <laughs> I didn't webpage. spend that much time. Oh my God. I poked around for like five minutes. You're just more dedicated to the podcast, apparently. <laughs> five minutes was too much. So they have like a magazine that's just a blog, but they're German, so they're like, magazine. And it's premium. It's what they call blog in America. <laughs> <laughs> um... And they have, like, it's it's what a lot of these dating sites I've noticed do, is they try to have a blog that doubles as PR for the site and is also, like, advice to help you date. And that's where I saw more of that weird niche stuff, because it was, like, widow dating. <laughs> International what? dating. What? Uh, atheist dating. What? And they were just, like, blog posts, like, how to date when you're X type of person. <laughs> it was kind of hilarious. But yeah, I think the name... It's not Elite. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Except you need, like, the MasterCard gold card. To pay for it. You need some platinum-level bullshit to pay for this. Yeah. (sighs) Alright, are we ready to rate it? I think that it is very possible that we are ready to rate this. 
Okay, this is going to be interesting. Molly, on a scale that we're going to call the Creeper Scale, just for this episode. Mm -hmm. Just for this one. Just for this one. Never done this before. From a fluffy little kitten. And I would also say kittens have been described as murder muffins on legs. Just for the record. Mm -hmm. Um, All the way to Elmo. Knowing that Elmo was literally being fisted up to, like, the elbow by a child molester. I mean, I think they were using Crisco in the back. Yeah. How creepy is Elite Singles? You know, seeing all of two people on there whose pictures you can't see. (laughs) Yeah. And whose profiles were so basic and forgettable. I I don't have any memory of any of the people I've seen on this site. Even mm. the one I communicated with through mm. the subway loophole of corporate personhood. Yes, questions. that is exactly what's going on here. <laughs> when when subway literally sponsors a person being a character on a show. Okay, here's what here's here's the fact that this website is German makes it creepy. Makes it eighty percent creepier. There's gonna be Nazis on here. I don't know. I'm just saying Germans. They're uh, humorless people. They have an extremely high gross domestic product for a small country. They're just very efficient. And I'm worried that if I paid for this, I would be married quickly. Because of the ruthless you're efficiency saying, of the German people. About Germans. I'm just saying it's ruthlessly efficient. I think just because it's an online dating site, it's going to be a little creepy. Yeah, so what is that? So I'm going to give it like a three to be safe. Not having remembered or and or being able to see... Well, I was going to give it a two, but then I remembered the Angela Merkel diamond. Mm-hmm. The hand the hand thing that she does. <laughs> that's like this. No one can see it, but look it up. The yeah. Merkel. It's what it's it's a political hand. It's a power move. move. Yeah. And she has been the head of the EU for like 49 years. <laughs> she is basically the dictator of Europe. Look, a 3. 3 is fair. I think a 3 is fair. Angela Merkel gets a 6. But this website gets a three. She's a six to you on the creeper scale? She's kind of creepy. I'm just shaking my head at Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hit me up. What's the next scale? On a scale from Angela Lansbury at the height of her sex appeal with her bright purple eye vaginas. (laughs) All the way to Channing Tatum's pert little left nipple. How hot are the people on Elite Singles? I literally have no idea. <laughs> no, have you have you this. seen have you seen like a soggy wet newspaper? <laughs> can you rate that? I don't know. It's like I can see you can see when people share a trait with you. It's what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> this is like having a hot day with a book at the library. The, there are no pics. Yeah, it's like reading a dictionary. How it, hot is a dictionary? In fact, the whole the whole underlying thing about this is that it came out of a <laughs> we would, dictionary. We would do better to be reading the dictionary. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 Let's rephrase. How hot is the dictionary? <laughs> That's a zero, right? <laughs> yeah, no, dictionaries don't Maybe have Maybe a one appeal. if you find a really... Like, I remember as a kid re- finding some word like butt. I mean, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay, just for... Oh, this was before the internet and just, Google. Just for scale. was, like, everywhere. <laughs> you know, like, an encyclopedia sometimes has dirty pictures. So it could get up to, like, a five or a six. <laughs> but a dictionary, no. No. It's like a zero well, the dictionary would be, like, you'd sit with your friends and you would, you know, try to find dirty words in it. Mm-hmm. Or you would, you know, God, this makes me feel old because there's no comparable no thing for Imagine children of this generation. Imagine a world before floppy disks, people. Maybe Urban Dictionary now. Yeah, it's kind of racy. That's exactly the concept. Trying to find the dirty words in the dictionary gave rise to Urban Dictionary. Or sometimes I would genuinely use it as an educational tool. What is that? I would be like, what is a breast? What is a monkey? <laughs> What is, you know, I would just like look up random words in it. It's twat in the dictionary. <laughs> Let's investigate. I never used that word before I met you. Anus. That is oh, a it's true a great fact. word. That's a great word. It is just accurate. This <laughs> is an what? accurate word. I'm reigniting my love of the dictionary. I'm going to give it a higher rating. I'm going to give the dictionary like a four. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> but remember, the dictionary isn't the regular hot dictionary, it's this website, the I know. Singles. 
Okay. Not being like a really good dictionary, like a pretty one that has like the gold leaf pages. No, picture like the elementary dictionary with no dirty words in it. (laughs) Okay, I'll give that like a two. Two. I'm going to give it a one (laughs) because I am severely disappointed. I'm a nerd. What can I say? Yeah, but you're transferring your love for the real dictionary to this piece of (laughs) shit website. Well, that's why I managed to spend so much time on it, apparently. (laughs) On a romance scale, Molly, um, from being trapped in a literal dick desert. All the way to starring in your own romantic comedy. How likely are you, I don't know, to find what you're looking for? Love, penetration. How likely are you to find it on elite singles? Look, if Michael from Enid somehow figured out how to throw a soup can With my a way, string attached to it. <laughs> through the That internet, you can talk through. And bypass elite singles. And we somehow also connected in some way. Then I would say, good for you, Elite Singles. If Michael from Enid tracked you down, you would call the police. I would. I would. But if he survived that, that could be rom-com material. It would. I would, you know, it's amazing I don't carry some kind of weapon with me like pepper spray or mace. Yeah, for real. As I am. Um, But, yeah, that's not going to happen. That is some some remote romantic bullshit. Yeah, that's so unlikely to happen. That I will rate this at a zero. <laughs> I love it. I'm backing that up fully. I'm endorsing <laughs> it. Complete zero. Yeah. And you didn't even smile at anybody, right? You didn't, no. You didn't send no. any smiles. There were two people who were blank. I am not interested oh, in... Blank. I am not interested in flirting with a dictionary. Yeah. All right. On a scale from free popcorn at the real estate office... To Bernie Sanders, who is probably still receiving $27 donations from people, even though he's not running for president anymore. How much is this app trying to pip you? Imagine imagine being in the red light district in in uh, Norway, wherever the hell it is. Where is Amsterdam. it? Amsterdam. Imagine being in the red light district in Amsterdam. And instead of windows where you can see the prostitutes, there were curtains. Imagine going to the Las Vegas Strip, where a pimp approaches your car... You're a willing John, but the merchandise is covered up by a giant brown paper bag. <laughs> and you're not allowed to see <laughs> until you give them the money. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine wanting to order a prostitute and being handed a dictionary. Then <laughs> saying, good luck. Imagine ordering a pizza and just ordering getting the box <laughs> just getting the box with nothing in it you're not allowed to and the pizza costs five hundred dollars <laughs> yes this app is a 10 <laughs> i think it might be a 12 or 13 it's, it's so bad you can't even see even the merchandise farmers only you can see pictures yes and the other paid sites we've looked at you can at least see their whole profile <laughs> it's really i was bad. astounded when you could not see profile pictures it's bad i mean that blew me away it really did it's like a whole new level of hating your potential users <laughs> they fucking that. hate everybody I see because they're ruthless they're germans they're efficient <laughs> yeah i guess so how tacky would you say a website is like this i don't know if you were going to rate it between staying in a nice high-end place like a ritz carlton hotel versus a night in peewee's horror house i mean playhouse <laughs> You know, where maybe adult films are being screened and various sound effects are hilarious. <laughs> How would you rate this if, if you were going to say, is it tacky or not? I think, you know, our shortcut for this is always, would you admit that you met somebody on this site? To say I met somebody on Elite Singles, it does not sound as bad as saying, like, I met somebody on Fat Bastards or Which Ugly Which is their or... entire claim to fame right. is that they have Elite in the title. That's all they right. have. So that part they've got going for them. It's, again, a beautiful looking site. You know, but for being very nice, it's tacky in that it's trying to rip people off and that you can't actually date on the site if you're not paying a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So to me, the fact that it's a giant scam is tacky. If you have to pay large sums of money because you are socially inept and can't get a date, and I mean large sums of money to elite singles, odds are you're pretty tacky. Yeah. So I'll give it like an eight. Yeah. I can't even fully articulate why I think this is tacky. But I'm going to back that up fully. Eight. And my new favorite scale. 
that you have basically invented all on your own. It's true. I'll take the credit. Do it. On a scale from Tom Hanks, America's sweetheart, to Sean Rad, the CEO of Tinder, how douchey are the people on this app? How do so once again we can't rate the people. How douchey is the dictionary? How douchey is the dictionary? Um, I would say the Germans behind this, the ruthlessly efficient, money grubbing Nazis. Oop, I said it. They are douchebags. Mm-hmm. They are douchebags. So because I have to rate what I know, I have to give it a ten, and I'm going to put an asterisk there. Plus, possibly. Yeah. How would you rate it? You know, I'm going to try to rate the users. <laughs> for for anyone that wants to be on a website called Elite Singles, it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the dating profiles were still the same. That's the other thing that's interesting. They're all still the same as what I've seen everywhere else. Like, nobody was like, oh, I'm just here to try to, you know, because I hate people or whatever. Um, I don't think people on this site are overly douchey surprisingly based on the name of the site so i will give it like a five they have more money than we do which makes them automatically douchey because they can afford this website <laughs> i'm just putting that on well, the we table. don't know if those people are paying oh that's true yeah we don't know who's that's paying. true we shouldn't make assumptions because you know what they say about assumptions you're an asshole y- yeah basically you're dick bag if you make assumptions <laughs> something like that all right, so is this a match for you, Thomas? Oh, fuck no. What about you? No, I would say I recommend the personality test on it. It's better than any of the other. If you want to take the big five personality test. Make a fake email account, though, so they don't spam you with elite singles Yeah, I've bullshit. gotten 20 emails from them already. Ugh. In two days. They want your money. Um, I would say it's good for that, and then delete your account. <laughs> That's really all I would use it for. Are you ready to hear some people nag this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First review from iTunes. Complete waste of my time by 2233KitKat2233. <laughs> nice symmetry there, KitKat. <laughs> Good job. There is nothing elite about the singles on this app. The app is not easy to navigate. A lot of people don't have profile pictures. My matches were not only not close to where I live, but nowhere near close to a decent match. Don't waste your time and money with this one. I mean, that's all pretty accurate. I think it's a little... Again, this is where the name gets you into trouble because people are assuming that the members are going to be something different on this site. I mean, I guess insofar as if you pay enough money, they will verify that the people you're talking to exist. Yeah. If you're that paranoid and you can't tell a robot from a human being, yeah. you're an idiot with too much money in your pocket. Right. All right, this next one is Huge Pain by Rockin' Dolphin. I can't log in after I already signed up. It costs, and now when I put in my email to change my password, it won't send me an email to change it, so I can't cancel my account. I hate this app. Don't use it. Weirdly similar to your experience with it, though. I've had this experience with every random third-rate dating site. <laughs> you have been blacklisted by all the third-rate... I think been... OkCupid got on the horn yep. and called the Evil League of Dating Sites and was like, this bitch is trying to create too many burner <laughs> dating accounts, <laughs> dating profiles. You're, you've been meta-blacklisted. I think that's what happened. They have like a big black table that they sit around. <laughs> and they twirl their mustaches. <laughs> yeah. And shit. And then... It's just like in um, Dr. Horrible, the Evil League of Evil Henchmen or whatever. That's exactly what it is. The evil league of evil cock blocks. <laughs> yeah. That's really what they That's do. That's why the dick desert exists. They got to keep it going. So we keep coming and paying. Otherwise, but really, they're just like, doesn't the sand in that dick desert look so much sandier than the sand on this side? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go try something new. <laughs> exactly. Here's another review from iTunes. Don't waste your money. There's no apostrophe involved from uh, Mona Lisa RVP. And I just really want to quickly say, I want to imagine that this is Mona Lisa Saperstein from Parks and Recreation. There you go. And I'm going to read it as myself, unfortunately. They charge me six months in advance. Can't cancel or get a refund. So trying to make the most of this, but no one is on this app. (laughs) Only older men pretending to be 35. That is the saddest review. Just like trying to make the most out of getting ripped off. Oh my God. There are only three reviews for this in the iTunes store, so that should give you some indication. And they all have one star. Yes. 
And so they don't they don't even have enough reviews to have an average rating, but we know what the average rating is. One. And if they could be lower, it would be, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, there's also this one from Consumer Affairs if you wanna you wanna take a gander at that one, Molly. So this one says, This dating site is the worst I have ever dealt with. They charge you the full amount up front, not monthly. You are limited to how much you can message people you're interested in. I've gotten smiles from many other women. When I respond to them, they don't reply. <laughs> I'm 99% sure this site is sending me fake messages from fake profiles just to make it seem like I'm getting activity. I literally haven't had a single response in at least 10 messages I have sent to women that messaged me first. Go figure that out. Read the other reviews about this site. No one has had a good experience and you can't contact anyone to complain. (laughs) (laughs) Such a thoroughly... This is such a thorough review. This is such an evil scheme. They don't have a customer service team. (laughs) You can send an email, but you don't get any reply. I want my money back, but I'm pretty sure there's no chance of that. He's figured it out. Yeah. The Germans have taken your money and turned it into a Mercedes Benz. That's what they <laughs> They're do. They're on the Autobahn right now. They are rocking it on the Autobahn. Yeah. We're on the Autobahn right now with your money, you douchebag. VW, yeah. Those are the best commercials. All right. Any other negging it? Neggings it? I think we have negged this German piece of shit quite enough. All you know is this site sucks. It's and we're not tough. the only ones who know it. Yeah, Consumer Affairs has like 70 negative reviews. So anyway, there's that. All right, on to... You've got dick. Got dick. You've got dick. So for You've Got Dick, we don't really have anything. We are in the damn sandy-ass desert. Yeah. We are pounding sand. Yeah. Um, All I'm really going to say... Is that before we have some other bitchy comment, somebody leaves a review on the iTunes store being like, man, these people need to pound the poon more for not, for being a dating podcast. They don't, don't get laid enough. They really need to get out because blah, 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 blah. All I have to say is, why don't you fucking take a turn? If you think that you know so much. <laughs> we'll even invite you on. Yeah. I'll let you host an episode. I, I'm going to say that. I'll let you host an episode and we'll co-host it. If you think that you know so much about dick, you know, we're doing this as a full-time job, basically, online dating. We expose our personal lives. We put it all out there. We expose our genitals. So, as a result, you get the the dry times, too. You get the dry times. Not just the wet. Man, we need some (laughs) KY up in this bitch, (laughs) like in a bad way. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's really all I have to say before some people are like, maybe you guys should go out on a date. Well, you think I'm not fucking trying, really? (laughs) Thanks for the suggestion. It's a good one. Damn. (laughs) Molly, let's just go to Sunday school and get some Christians and corrupt them. Would you like that, America? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good plan. I'd rather go to Temple. Uh, Oh, yeah, well, you know. I've been saying we should do that forever, though. Just show up one day. What's this place? I just don't feel like I could show up to a synagogue and just be trolling for peen. You would go to church, but you wouldn't go to synagogue? Yeah, well, I respect Jewish people. (laughs) Oh, my God. More than I respect Christians, apparently. (laughs) That's the only reason anybody goes to church anyway. Church camp and stuff. Is to get married. Handies. That's the same reason people go to temple. It's just part of the culture. That's true. All right, let's move on to takedowns, because we got a good one. Takedowns! All right, guys. Guess who's back, 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 back again? <laughs> <laughs> Hoyt fucking bangs. No, it's not Hoyt. It's him through his quote-unquote girlfriend that may or may not exist. Holy shit, <laughs> she's probably fake. Oh my god. What if he's just really good at Photoshop? <laughs> that explains everything. It's finally the theory that pulls it all together. Oh my god. So, we got the smoking gun. If she's real. If she's real. She's the smoking gun. Um, his girlfriend screenshot this notification <laughs> of... Okay, let me see how to explain this. Whenever you uh, have Twitter on your phone... You get a push note. And you get mentioned. Yeah. It'll send you a push note and it pops up on your phone. So she screenshot me tweeting about... Sea Captain Date. It popped up, which is weird because I'm private, she, so I didn't think that people would be able to see stuff like that. So there's that, but she has clearly got the Sea Captain Date official Twitter account 
linked to her iPhone. Yes. And she screenshot it and posted it. She posted it to Instagram. And how did we find it? Well, I found it because she was creeping on our pictures and liking them. Oh. That's actually how I found it. She didn't tag us in the picture, but she was going through our pictures and liking them. And she actually commented on one of our pictures and said, you know, at Hoyt Banks, I think we've got a stalker situation. Oh, that's accurate. So that's Hoyt. how I found them. We're stalking you. And I got a crush on I you I started still. looking through her Instagram and I saw that picture. And she had she said under the screenshot, you know you've made it when a podcast investigates or roasts your boyfriend for an hour over whether or not he is a mafia guy slash internet hacker or just runs a dating website. Hashtag see Captain Date. Hashtag kiss kiss bangs bangs. She even used our official hashtag. That's what I'm saying. She wanted to be found. Hashtag swipe right on Molly and Thomas. But I wasn't searching the hashtag. Swipe right on Molly and Thomas is the longest fucking hashtag. She's yeah. been on board. Hashtag SRMT. Yep. Step up your game, fam. Yep. So I was like, holy shit. And uh, first we didn't say anything. We, you know, we were just playing it cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then. We already tried to call them. Yeah, we already tried to call him back and be like, oh, by the way. That was when Thomas was like, you took us off guard. He called us and you just <laughs> threw us off. Um, so we said, we never said he was a hacker, just That's, a hack. Yeah, she doesn't know what a hack is. Yeah. Not a hacker. He's an idiot. That's right. what we're saying. Just to clarify, a comedy hack. Right. And then we added a little kissy face, you know, for good touch. And she said, well, your podcast was a little intense and harsh to bash someone that you don't actually know anything about, and your theories are made up and false. I felt like I was listening to Mean Girls for a minute. Bullying isn't cool. I'm sorry <laughs> we were bullying a 35-year-old grown man who <laughs> jerks off in front of a green screen on the internet for everybody to also, see. Also, if he's that upset, he can't say anything himself. He has to let his girlfriend say everything. Hoyt, Not to be sexist about it, but... Wait, dump her and call me. <laughs> You've got our number, baby. Um, so, I, you know, we very kindly said the truth, which is that we reached out to Hoyt and see Captain Date several times before we recorded, and we approach every review in good humor and are always open to hear from the creators of the site. Half the fun of this is just making shit up when we can't figure it out. Right. But the fact is, Hoyt has left a lot of smoke, and where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's either he's a mafia guy or a hack, or I think maybe has a personality disorder at this point. <laughs> or a chromosomal disorder, who knows? <laughs> Now, they have since, she's since deleted this picture, this Instagram. Oh, she realized she was was going up against the big dogs. Too much negativity in my life. I gotta get rid of it. I don't know what happened. She's like, why do we have to criticize things? Why can't we just not be critical of anything? Criticism's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But, Thomas, what happened on your end? Oh, so, you know, Molly and I and other people who are close to the podcast, of course, uh, were creeping and talking one night, and I just went on another deep dive. And so, you know, Hoyt, in his personality disorder, I bet he's a Trump voter, I'm just saying. <laughs> he seriously, he has taken all of his, like, camcorder childhood video and posted it to YouTube, and it's, like, in a TV on YouTube. So you pull it up, and it's, like, in a TV template, and the TV is a Hoyt Bangs brand it's television. It's so much. There's a lot going on. This guy makes me so angry. Because <laughs> he's not funny. Uh, he's just not it's so funny. contrived, and but, it does, it's still not funny. It's not. And he can't even take credit for the one semi-funny thing he did, which is Sea Captain Date. Yeah. Because he's still making money on it. If he admitted it, he would be high and dry. But anyway, so when he's a little kid, you know, there's all these cameras around and stuff. And so there's like a video of him getting on his dad's helicopter. And they've got an Ashton Martin parked in the background. There's also, I think it's his dad, playing a piano for a bunch of old people dancing around in their living room. They had a beautiful house, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just also, by the way, lots of um, public court records online. If you just want to do a little Googling, I'm not going to point you in any particular direction, but feel free. And uh, here's the real punchline. Hoyt clearly has been a spoiled brat his whole life. And he had <laughs> some videos on YouTube, like during a parade and some other stuff. Uh, had the audacity to pretend not to love being on camera when he was a kid. Like, he has a million videos that he posted as an adult. And then he's posting the stuff from when he was a kid, too. And he's like, me. And you wouldn't be a kid. <laughs> not to say he wasn't an adorable kid. He was. But he's uh, kind of a tool bag. Anyway, we're always I'll happy. i his dick, Thomas. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I could argue with people on the internet better than his girlfriend. So, call me Hoyt. 
I'll take down Molly for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're always happy to hear from Hoyt and Company. And again, I just want to reiterate, it's all in good fun. Of course. But, you know, if you don't want to be found on the internet, lock your shit down. Seriously. Don't have the three shell companies that are all linked together. And you've got to know there's a lot of stuff in the public record. I'm just saying, lock your shit down. If you're yeah. really, if, and seriously, if you're really that worried and, and you realize you're not funny, put your shit on lockdown. Yeah. My question, my last question about all of this, until something else weird happens with this, because I feel like it's just going to keep bubbling up forever, <laughs> is why won't, like you said, this is the only good joke that Hoyt has ever made. He has made a lot of fucking terrible jokes. So, guys, after we recorded Sea Captain Date, like two days later, I was driving around, and I thought about Star Wars, which I believe we clipped. We talked about episode. We didn't clip it, though. We can clip it here, though. Okay, well, we'll play a clip. This is Hoyt V. Banks of the Starship Star War. Like Star Wars. W O R E. Like to wear. Like Star Wars. Star Wars. Star War. Like Star Wars. Like to wear a shirt. Interesting name. So the entire premise of this video of Hoyt's is that it's like a Star Trek and Star Wars mashup. But it's mainly a spoof of Star Trek. But the name is Star War, which is a joke on Star Wars. And the entire joke of the thing is clothing because Star War. That's the entire <laughs> premise of it. And when I realized he this... He taped it by himself and edited it by himself. When and you no first showed me this, Thomas, it. I was just so taken aback. I couldn't figure out what it was. I was like, what is this? Okay, it's Star Trek. Well, maybe that's kind of cool that he's a Trekkie. He's doing Trekkie stuff. Whatever. He's a nerd. I can get into that. But when I sat and thought about what the actual joke was, <laughs> so bad. I got so mad. That's when I realized and I'm he was still a hat. mad about it. I am still angry. You're mad because he's not funny. I am. <laughs> Stop trying to be funny. Just give up your dreams, Hoyt. See, <laughs> Captain Date was a legit good joke. Like that's a good prank. You wrote it too hard, though. But you, you took real money from real sea captains. Yeah, that's not good. That's unethical. But pulling off a fake dating site. That's as absurd as Sea Captain Day is a good joke. Pretty quality. Like, if we didn't say it before. And so my question is, why won't he cop to that? He's got his name plastered 15 times all over his He puts his videos. name on television. He probably has exist. his name on his own underwear, not written in he Sharpie, has his like name on, Calvin Klein. He has his name on panties you can buy on the internet. Yeah, he does. He can't put his name on his one funny thing that he did, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. All right. Shout outs. Shout out to Allison Moore for suggesting that we review this site. It's a real piece of shit, Allison. <laughs> Thanks for the recommendation. Good job. Find a better one next time. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Find us a better website. Jesus Christ. All right. Anything else before we close it out? Let's wrap it up. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The, you know, what else is out there now? Mm, Snapchat. Are we on Snapchat? Uh, I'm on Snapchat. Are you on Snapchat? I am. I don't know what how what my name is on there. My niece is on Snapchat. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Follow us all over the interwebs at Swipe Right Cast. Just Google it. Just, at Swipe Right Cast. Yeah, just Google it. You'll find all our shit. Yeah. Make if, sure you also subscribe on mm, iTunes. Subscribe. Oh, and we're on Google Play now. I don't know if I've announced that yet on the podcast, but oh. we're on Google Play. Oh. Yeah. If you're one of those Google people. Yeah, if you're a Googler. If you work for Alphabet. Yeah. Um, if you have dating questions you'd like us to answer, um, of course, if we get a good one, we'll answer it on the show. Um, if we don't, we'll ignore you. Maybe make a voodoo doll of you. We'll probably make fun of you if it's stupid. Poke your eyes out. So just beware. If we think it's stupid, we'll make fun of you. We'll, just make, <laughs> we'll just make fun of you. It's like, that's how we roll. That's the risk you have to take. You can send those to swiperightcast at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling frisky, you can send them to my personal Yahoo, uh, which is single and lame, <laughs> at yahoo.com. Is that your burner for That's creating? my burner email. Yeah. That's nice. And until next time. Bye, Bright. Keep creeping. Swipe right on Molly and Thomas.